Good afternoon, good morning, good midday, whatever you're listening. Could be nighttime too. Uh, Wednesday, August 5th, 743 and 20, 21, 22, 23 p.m. Pat and I here, we're gearing up for an all hands with the scribes of Saturday and everybody involved. We're, we're fired up about this all hands coming up a little bit later. Uh, but first, we got to talk about somebody super duper important, and that's Main Street Pharmacy. Main Street Pharmacy, a fantastic pharmacy located right in the New River Valley, right on Main Street. They care about you. They have your coronavirus needs. They have your quarantine needs. They have your back-to-school needs covered. Look, it's going to get cold. You guys are going to need some Blistex, some Carmex, maybe some toilet paper, tissue. Um, what else do you need? Tylenol if you got a headache. Pepto-Bismol if you got a stomach ache. All of your needs. Main Street Pharmacy has it. And Main Street Pharmacy is supporting the New River Valley, cares about you, cares about local businesses, sons of support local business. Main Street Pharmacy, the only pharmacy for me, the only pharmacy for the New River Valley. Pat, kick us off with a hokey haiku. Hey, everyone. Here's the hokey haiku submitted by myself a couple minutes ago here. In honor of Coach Fuente's um, interview earlier this week, he did tell us some information about uh, a couple of his coaches on the links. Coach Vice stinks at golf, but he does work on the trail. Keep it up, Coach Vice. Well, I am not going to comment on Coach Vice's golf game. We did receive some insider information about the golf game, but a, a solid haiku nonetheless. Seven five seven five seven five. I was going to get mixed up. Um, we got an exciting podcast here for you. It was going to be, you know, we were going to roll with one, but we were like, look, Jeopardy, everybody likes Jeopardy. Everybody's watching Jeopardy. They're doing throwback seasons. We're doing a daily double. You guys are going to get both of the new road graders here. You're going to get Bryce. You're going to get Danny. It's not Danny Gell. I learned that as well. It's Daniel. It's just straight up Daniel from Germany. Another one from Athens, Tennessee. They're both great. Offensive line. Got to show love to the big dogs. So you're going to hear from both of them on this podcast here. Uh, Pat, what's going on over in 24-7 land? Yeah, speaking of Daniel, Danny, Daniel Militich, he did get a bump. He Stop is time. now officially rated on 24-7 above uh, 80. So he's like a .80 something, and he's a three-star now. He, he was a two-star, .79. Moving on up, wasn't the only 2021 recruit this week to get a bump. Uh, as well did Kelly Lawson, Daywan Lofton, and Cole Nelson. So Love to see it. Good to see four of our guys get a little more love on the ratings boards. I know stars are everything to some people, but all these guys have a good film. All these guys deserve to get bumped. Um, so that's good stuff there. Bill, we, uh, we were really excited to have that uh, episode with Coach Fuente earlier this week. And you now we had some, some solid feedback. What were some of the, uh, the big highlights? Well, first and foremost, and we've said this before, I can't thank Coach Fuente enough for his time uh, coming on, speaking candidly about the program, speaking candidly about the Hokie Club and some memories and um, the direction of this program, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, and on that note, just sent out our newsletter. You can scroll down to the bottom and sign up for the Hokie Club. And we had some great feedback here on the social media machine. Uh, I'm just going to read off a few. Pat, we'll go two for two here. Hokie Forerunner. After listening to this podcast, I finally joined the Hokie Club. Look at that. New Hokie Club member just from the podcast. You love to see it. Uh, Patrick Hannon, 
Just made my first Hokie Club donation based on what I'm seeing from the staff and team. Be great leaders of young men. We're building something lasting, and principles are the foundation for that. Love to see it, Pat. What else do we got other, Pat? Ed Williams, after listening to the whole podcast, I have one takeaway. I hope at Coach Fuente is at Virginia Tech for a very long time. That's a scribe. That's a scribe of Saturday. That's our guy, Ed. I stamp that. And then lastly, Grant Watson. I really don't understand how people can genuinely not like Coach Fu. The man is as authentic as they come, and I wouldn't want anyone else leading this program. Thank you, Sons, and thank you, Coach Fuente, for a great episode. Hashtag Hokies. Grant Watson, we appreciate you, and we love you. Thanks for the feedback. So wanted to address what has been going on over the past three days now. It is Wednesday and we're recording this. Monday was just kind of crazy. Tuesday kind of got some some feed off, runoff from Monday. But basically, this all surrounded the, the Caleb Farley choosing to opt out of the season. There was a call for reporters to comment on concerning allegations made in an article written by Caleb Farley on his concerns about playing in 2020. And we know there really has not been that much transparency on what was going on between the university, the athletic department, and the news outlets. Obviously, there might be some boiling up frustration from the news side because of that. In several articles, it was mentioned that Virginia Tech is not releasing COVID data. Today, on a press conference with Whit Babcock and Chief Medical Officer Dr. March Mark Rogers, so essentially the team doctor, uh, it was mentioned that Tim Sands is holding the data for COVID, not Justin Fuente or Whit Babcock. Meanwhile, in these articles and on the social media machines, you got fans thinking that Fuente holds the keys to the data or Whit holds the keys to the data. And then, and then some of these journalists are also saying it like that, as if it's Justin Fuente's MO that he has to unhinge this COVID data, which has essentially spurred a massive war in the media. What was going on in the Peter King article? What was going on in some of these other articles? First of all, well, Pat, our- before you even go down that road, let's just, let's just say that we're going to divide this into two things. I know we all, we all went to preschool, right? And you have that Venn diagram, right? You draw a circle and they meet in the middle and you know, you have one side and you have the other side. And essentially, reporters had a choice. I'm not even going to say had a choice. Reporters made a decision yesterday, okay? And you either fell on one side of the coin or the other side of the coin. So let's talk about the first side, the side that we both, if we agree, we both have a problem with. Here's what happened. Monday morning, Peter King of NBC Sports, Monday morning quarterback, puts out an article that is submitted by Caleb Farley detailing his decision to opt out of the season, his concerns about uh, Virginia Tech, his concerns about COVID, and uh, additionally, how his coach is supporting him and other things that were going on within the program that were more so positive. Then you had a lot of people, local writers, seeing Pete King's article and did a little bit of cherry picking. You know, found out what they could pull from this to put out their own narrative, their own agenda, their own juicy headlines. They wrote an article about an article, and they blow it up, and 15 minutes goes by, 
and you got Yahoo Sports, Pete Thamel, like all these national writers either quote tweeting it or they're writing their own stories about it now. And it is all over the place. So that's one side. And then you got another guy in the other corner. A couple, a couple, a couple, a couple, I'll give it a couple. Who actually says, hey, Caleb Farley, can I talk to you about this? I have some questions for you. I'd like to hear more. One guy gets Caleb Farley on the calendar and gets to talk to him about what actually happened. And that guy, Mike Nisiolak, we're going to call him Steezy Neezy, is the, only, is the only reporter who actually reached out to Caleb Farley about what happened. The other reporters are saying, ooh, that looks like a juicy headline. I could spin this pretty negatively. Uh, that doesn't look great. I'm sure that'll get a ton of clicks. And boom, guess what? It worked. So, Mike, Steezy Neezy, thank you for the honest and earnest reporting. Billy, what wasn't put out in the article? And let, what, you know, what was not referenced in the article? We're talking about the Burn article. We're talking about a couple of articles that came out immediately following Caleb Farley's. And let me just say this. I have no problem with Caleb Farley's uh, reservations or uncertainty because at the end of the day, Virginia Tech has decided to support all the student athletes regardless of the choice they make. So let's just put that out there right now. And each athlete's going to have the right to make their own decision. Here's what wasn't in the article. Hendon Hooker's father and Brock Hoffman's father both made comments on the university's handling of going back to the facility. Who wrote that article? Oh, that's no surprise. Mr. Nisiolak wrote that article. And guess what? It's not behind a paywall. I could have gone and I could have wrote an article about it and referenced that. I could have gone and read about it and seen what they said. Caleb Farley's brother was very public on Twitter, mentioning how disgruntled he was with the way that this was being handled and the way that he was being portrayed. I actually exchanged a few messages with Caleb Farley's brother over Twitter, going over how, dude, this is out of control. This narrative is being blown out of proportion. What is going on here? There was no context of any kind, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say there was no effort made to see any type of context or get any type of information about how Virginia Tech is currently handling everything going on. With that being said, there's also no evidence that Virginia Tech and the supervised workouts that are being done have been disobeying Virginia state law. I have not seen any of that. The headline of a tweet here, Virginia Tech declines, declines to comment is in the first line of a tweet. That's interesting. Would you ever think that maybe Virginia Tech and maybe Coach Fuente and maybe the athletic department is declining to comment because they want to speak to Caleb Farley about what exactly he meant and maybe get some more context? Because I'm going to be honest with you, if I'm Caleb Farley, I'd probably want to hear from my coach hey, and be able to clarify and speak to what I said and why I said it before he puts out a statement. Because you're leaving the athletic department with one of two options. Either call Caleb a liar or basically say, you know, something that they may not be feel comfortable or, or even understand about what's going on. And that's why they had this news conference today. We also mentioned this earlier. Tim Sands is the root of the reason why none of these testing results are being released. Everybody wants these test results released. Well, then go, go talk to Tim Sands. He's our fearless leader of our awesome university. So go talk to Tim. Tim's, the, Tim's your guy. Okay, so go talk to Tim. You're also trying to present facts by not reaching out to any of the people involved. Again, you didn't reach out to Caleb Farley. You didn't reach out to Caleb Farley's family. And, but you're the first one to say that Virginia Tech is not, is not available for comment 10 minutes after this story lands. So I'm really 
curious as to how much you were, you really tried. And you're trying to shine a light on a kid making a decision for himself while he is sitting at the epicenter of the biggest story in America. And why is this so important to get right, Pat? Let's do this. Why is it so important for Virginia Tech's local media to get this story right? And this is a huge reason is my frustration with some of the folks or some of the outlets that cover Virginia Tech. I started this on Saturday because I just, I don't call myself the media. I don't call myself an outlet. I don't call myself a newspaper. I don't work for anybody. I just wanted to cover things the way that I saw it and wanted to do the best job that I could representing Virginia Tech. I'm a fan of Virginia Tech. That's where I stand unapologetically. But here's why it's so important to get right. Let's hop aboard the Magic Stool Bus and just go back to just a few months ago. I'm old enough to remember when Virginia Tech was getting smashed for the transfer rule. I'm watching ESPN Greeny up there talking about Coach Fuente, and you're wondering, how did, he, how did that even happen? And here's the exact words that Coach Fuente said regarding the transfer portal. We will take all of them on a case-by-case basis moving forward. You would think that's a pretty straightforward quote. I would think so. But that's not what the headline said. Here are a couple of headlines from local reporters from Virginia Tech. Hokies coach Justin Fuente said players who enter the transfer portal are not welcome back. Indicates that was a lesson he learned from the experience last offseason. Another headline. After exploring the Baylor job himself, Virginia Tech Justin Fuente says players who enter the transfer portal may not return. What happens then? It's picked up by every outlet across the United States when you can still go back and watch his comments in full. But it is lazy and it is amateur reporting that is done constantly and trashes people without doing doing objective reporting. What do I want for my reporting? I want the facts presented. And if you want to put your opinion on the bottom, that's completely fine. But get me all of the facts. And Pat, you said this. Don't give me an article about an article. It's, it's irresponsible. And before we move on, I want to say that Aaron McFarling did raise some fair points in an article that he put out yesterday, Tuesday, before the press conference today. But a lot of the uh, points that he was making boils down to access and probably some topics that will be further discussed or brought up or developed uh, over the next few weeks about football and about the athletic department and uh, university as far as just access. But the argument was since there was no access, there was no information. But today we learned that the athletic department in general at Virginia Tech is not going to be releasing any data because they don't have the keys to that information. As I said before, their hands are kind of tied with that. They have to go to President Sands for that information to put that out. So Comparing it to UVA, I, I don't know if that was Carla or Bronco's discretion or if it you know came down straight from the university and said, hey, you guys are free to do this if they're more liberal with how they want to present data to the public. But that's not Justin Fuente or Whit Babcock's decision to present the data to the public. All that being said, there's no playbook for this. This has been a moving target the entire time. But McFarlane does have some good points. Information is very important in this time. It's important to think about what the athletic department is allowed to do as well. So information is important. If there's limited access and limited information, that also can give more opportunity to control a narrative that might not even exist. So we will see what happens, see what unfolds, see what goes on. 
aside from that, we'll, we'll, we'll get you to this interview. We've been talking a lot here. Um, over the weekend, we were called a fan podcast. We were called the deep state, whatever that means, a athletic department mouthpiece, which was interesting. Look, I'm guilty of supporting the athletic department. I'm guilty of supporting the uh, football team. You know what else I've done, though, too? And Pat, we've done, and Grayson, we've done. We've interviewed women's sports. We've interviewed members of the university itself. We have gone through every single, uh, we have jumped through every single hoop that you need to do so. We've done it by the book and we've uplifted the program. We've been honest here about when things haven't gone great. You can go back in time and listen to our Duke podcast. They're all there. We don't have the ability to go back and, and reword articles or switch articles or delete things. It's all still there. You can all still read it. And also on the fan podcast thing, I do like to toot our own horn a little bit. We do have a website. We do have writers. I'd like to think we're a little bit more of a fan podcast, and we certainly have done our research and represent news stories and dive into things with the appropriate information available. So, look, I don't want to talk about this anymore. In terms of other headlines that we have, the athletic director, Mr. Babcock, and uh, Dr. Rogers got on a Zoom meeting today with the media. Crisscross applesauce media, sit down. Let's have a little chat. Let's talk about the season. 50% is hopeful. It doesn't look like that's possible, but 36% attendance this year is what we're looking at. To be honest, I, I don't put a lot of stock into any of that because I don't know what the heck's going to happen. It can change anytime. The ACC schedule comes out tomorrow at 9 a.m. And um, look, that's just about it. Top 50 Hokies is still rolling. Pat, what am I missing? You know what? That's all. Cue up the 555. We got a guy coming up that's never been to Chipotle. everybody tuesday august 4th 6 30 i am not in my normal location hurricane whatever it's called rolled through knocked the power out so i am at grandpa's house recording and i am joined by bryce goodner newest addition to the class of 2021 committed on august 3rd with offers from navy air force and bowling green he is from mcminn county high school in athens tennessee Listed as six foot three, 300 pounds. He also jumps out of pools and absolutely maims folks. Absolutely stone cold stuns kids and is a nasty SOB. And I say that as a compliment. I hope you don't take that the wrong way, Bryce. I'll take it. I'll take it in a good way. <laughs> well, first and foremost, welcome. Want to uh, just know, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. We just, uh, we got out of football. I was I was worried I'd be a little bit late because we had a storm delay here as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? What was what was the workout today? What were you what were you getting into today? Well, today my group didn't work out. The way we do it here is that my group, the linemen, the big dudes, we get in the weight room on Monday and Wednesday, and we get our workout done before practice. But today we got to come in and watch a little bit of film and go over our practice film and just kind of see what we did wrong the day before. And then we get to go outside and practice. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So just want to talk off the top just a little bit about your recruitment to Virginia Tech. Uh, I want to know, so when did your first contact with the Hokies staff come to be? It was, uh, I think it was about a month ago. Um, 
I'm not going to lie to you. I was looking for a way to get into Virginia Tech or even just talk to anybody for the longest time. When I first started recruitment and I kind of made my dream list, uh, Virginia Tech was at the top of it. And so I'd been, you know, I'd been DMing GAs, recruiting assistants, anybody, players, and I just never got anything back. But um, but uh, I just saw Kyle Chung. You uh-huh. know him? I saw yeah, him I know. I've Twitter. played with Kyle, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just saw him on Twitter one day, and and I followed him. And he followed me back, and I said, hey, thank you for following me. And then we started talking, and he passed me along to Coach Voss, and that's where everything started. Wow. Well, I got to tip my cap to to Coach Kyle Chung. Fantastic job there. That's awesome. And then um, so – relationship starts with Kyle Chung. You get to talk to Coach Vice. Uh, you know, I know Coach Vice well, but if you were to tell somebody, uh, if they ask you, what is Coach Vice like, your future offensive offensive line coach, how would you describe Coach Vice? He's a character. <laughs> that is <laughs> Like what you said. You know, I'm not going to lie. When I first walked up and saw him, I'm like, this is him? Uh-huh. And I, but I loved it. I loved it. You know, he's just – he's a – He's one of a kind, man. I, he, I saw him with that handlebar mustache. Yep. That fade of Virginia Tech hat. He had on orange Michael Jordans. And I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> you know. That is awesome. And I, I, I'm curious. So you said Virginia Tech, when you were making your short list, um, was at the top. And I'm curious, what about Virginia Tech really interested you? Not just from a, you know athletic standpoint, touch on that. But what about the university as a whole really interested you? Well, at first it was just the um, the academics and the chance to play great football because that's what I've always wanted is to be able to get a great en- uh, great uh, great education and graduate with a great engineering degree, but also get to play great football at the same time. So you know, Virginia Tech has both of those. So um, I kind of had them on my list, but the more I did research on my own and the more I saw about the culture and the fans mm-hmm. and the players and all that. It just kind of they, they kept on rising and they're at the top of my list for too long. Yeah. So why so why engineering? Just out of curiosity. Well, uh, ever since I was a kid, I'm not being arrogant when I say this, but nah, nah. ever since I was a kid, I've been real good at math and science. Like I'm, I'm I, th- I like to think I'm a smart dude, and <laughs> I just kind of jive with numbers and equations and kind of seeing patterns and systems. Therefore, I think I'd be real really good at engineering. I got to tell you, my brother is studying uh, engineering at the Naval Academy and plays football. And, and you remind me so, so much, so much to my brother. Uh, and, and I got to say, when you were when you first said that Virginia Tech was at the top of your dream list, you know, you were offered by Virginia Tech on the second and you commit on the third. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's a really quick turnaround, especially with, you know, everything going on. So, you know, that's, I actually that's, committed the second. Oh, I, probably, okay. I probably committed like a minute after he offered me tell me he, tell uh, me about tell me about that well he uh coach of ice i'm not gonna lie my memory's a little bit spotty because i was so excited but um <laughs> I, he just called me and we were catching up and then all of a sudden he says now bryce he said what was your favorite football team growing up i said college football he said yeah i said you know grew up in tennessee uh i got probably tennessee you know this is just where my family's been born and raised here sure and he said well he said, you got to promise me you won't talk to them after this because we want to offer you a full-ride scholarship. And it went, whoo! It, <laughs> it punched me in the gut. I was, so, I was so excited and surprised at the same time. 
Uh-huh. And he started talking about how he has four offensive line spots left. And I said, Coach, I want one. Make that three. Yeah. I said, I'm That's all That's awesome. In. That is fantastic. And and so, to my knowledge, you've never – have you stepped foot on Virginia Tech or been to the area, whether it be on a recruiting trip or, you know, coming to watch a ball game when you were younger? What is your familiarity with, with campus in the New River Valley? Uh, I actually got a – I got to uh, come up on like, kind of like a quarantine COVID-style visit. Okay. Um last saturday with okay. me and my family and we couldn't meet anybody which kind of sucked but at the same sure. time we had a, a guide sent to us to use on my phone and we just kind of got to uh, walk around virginia tech see the campus but what really made me happy was getting to walk around blacksburg because you know mm-hmm. that has that small you can tell it's just like you know true college towns got that small town feel mm-hmm. and it's like you could especially from where they're building the new dorms that I'll be in. I could probably walk there in about, if I'm speed walking, probably five minutes. <laughs> if I'm I got, taking well, my time. I was about to say about your eight. strides are probably a little longer than most, but uh, I try to explain that to people where, you know, and Coach Fuente alluded to this last uh, on our last pod or whenever this comes out on our podcast we did on Sunday. So you can walk from one end of campus to the other in like 12, 15 minutes. Um, yeah. And, you know, on the fall Saturdays where there are football games being played, it is the most important thing that is happening within 50, 60 miles of yeah. the university, which is awesome. And, you know, for me, it was, for, was a perfect fit. And um, every other day, you know, you, again, there are only six Saturdays where you're playing football in Blacksburg, but every other day is just high, high, top notch. Uh, it's a beautiful area. Fantastic little town. Fantastic food. You haven't, you, again, oh, yeah. with everything going on, you haven't gotten the experience really to be able to go into these different places, try the food, um, you know, go into the facilities, meet the coaches. But um, so, what other yeah, coaches heard, have you? Oh, man. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. What? Uh, we got to eat at Sharky's while we were there. And I like that place. I what did you get? Sharky's. We are a great, we actually, we love Sharky's. So, mm. shameless plug. What did you get? I got the, I think I got. I had my wings, but then I also ate my mama's. So I had hokey hot, and then I had the um, medium garlic. Okay, the medium garlic and the hokey hot. It it it's it's good stuff. So did you Mm -hmm. get the half bucket, the full bucket? What did you go with? I think I went with a large order. Okay, and I got two large orders of both of them, and then my mama gave me all her medium garlic wings. So your familiarity with Sons of Saturday actually started last week because Sons of Saturday, the logo is on the glasses. Now, granted, I, the way that I used to eat when I was back your age, I was just focused on inhaling the food. So I, I can't blame you for not maybe seeing it on the glass. But Sharky's is fantastic, a uh, fantastic mm-hmm. spot right in Blacksburg. Um, I guess the next couple questions just about you. I'm curious, who do you mold your game after? Who, who do you study? Well, I really, I don't know. I've never really modeled my game after anybody. I've just tried to play my best football. And, um, like, I have an idea of how I want to play. And I feel like by studying myself on our film and in them uh, study sessions, you know, I can minimize my bad habits and kind of, Mm. you know, focus on what I want to get better at and get better. But um, if I had to pick a dude that I loved seeing, that I loved seeing on TV or watching his old – I never saw him on TV, but watching his YouTube highlights was Larry Allen. Okay. You know, Great that play. dude plays plays like a freaking train. Mm-hmm. So and then I got to ask you this. When you think of your prototypical offensive lineman, you know, what qualities and what, you know, style of play are you looking to really hone in on and, and exemplar, exemplify in your game? 
Well, as of now, I want to be a road grader. You know, okay. I want to bust open holes for uh, for my high school team. And, you know, I just want to put as many people on their back as possible just so I can open up as many possibilities for our quarterback or our running back. Because, you know, we run – my high school especially, we run power just about every single play. Big boy and, football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming right behind me on my side. And, you know, I'm just trying to get everybody out of the way. But um, in college, Coach Voss wants me to play center, so I'm, I'm really wanting to be that anchor that kind of, you know, that can read the plays well and that can, you know, kind of – that can not really mess up any reads. Like, I want to be – I want to be like – I want to be consistent. That's, that's my main thing in football is I, I want to be consistent. I don't want to mess up mentally, and I don't want to have a dumb physical mistake. Like, I took the wrong step or a false step. I just want to, I just want to play good, consistent football. I got to ask you, as you, as you prepare to arrive in Blacksburg, you know, and you got a couple months here to really hone in on your craft and uh, improve in different areas, both on and off the field. Bryce, what do you, what are you focusing on right now? What do you think needs to get better or areas of improvement that you really want to hone in on before you do arrive uh, in Blacksburg? Well, mainly my snapping because I've not been a, my whole, kind of like my whole career, I've been a right tackle, especially at offensive line. And I just moved to right guard this season, so I'm really excited for that. But um, I really need to build up that muscle memory at center and kind of get used to being able to read the defense. I think those two are my biggest things because I believe I have good footwork. I think I have really good power. I think I play intense. I play explosively. But if I can just kind of get that fundamental uh, center technique down, I feel like I'll transition really well into that position in college. Fantastic answer. And that leads us right into our next segment here, which is rapid fire, which hasn't been that rapid as of recent. So don't feel like you need to give one word answers. Uh, But the rapid fire section is brought to you by Dr. John Cranham at the Chesapeake Center for Complete Dentistry. Say sons of Saturday and you get half off of your teeth cleaning, but it's not just that dental facial reconstruction of the jaw. If you need any of that, hit up our good friend, John Cran at the Chesapeake Center. For complete dentistry. First that and foremost, is that is a great deal. Half mm-hmm. off of your, of your teeth whitening. Come on now. Million dollar smile. There you go. First and foremost, you have two service academy offers, which I love to see. You have multiple offers from the Ivy League, so you take your school seriously. You already tell us you want to uh, study engineering. I'm curious, do you know what you want to do post-football? Yeah, well, um, you know, obviously when I'm in college, I'm going to work my butt off on the football team. I want to play my butt. I want to play my best football for the team, but also would like to have, you know, potentially shot in the league. Mm-hmm. But I'm not counting on that. So sure. what my main plan is is that I want to graduate with a master's degree in electrical engineering. I'm not too sure what subtop yet, but after that, I want to come back home close to my family. You know, find me a pretty girl, and start my family, give me a good job, and just, you know, have a simple, happy life. I think you know. You've thought this through, Bryce. You got a good head on your shoulders. You're doing doing a great job here. Favorite block, pull, down block, getting to the second level, shutting down a pass rusher. What is what is your preference? As of now, it's a down block, but okay. I haven't gotten to do a lot of rap or kick blocks yet. Mm-hmm. But our first playing pads this year, I got to kick block our defensive end. <laughs> Ooh, it was fun. Uh huh. I gotta say, right now, down block and right tackle, but sure. as a goes on, I may change my answer to rapping or kicking. 
Now the down, now the down block is going to get a little bit different playing center because you're going to have to snap the ball and then do your down block. You're not just going to be able to peer out of the left left side of your head and just mm-hmm. uh, maim somebody. So that'll be that'll be an adjustment. Have you been taking any snaps uh, at center in in practice, uh, or is that stuff that you're doing outside of uh, outside of practice? It's stuff I'm having to do outside of practice. Okay. Uh, I work yeah. with my my best friends our center and our okay. offensive line coach. He's so fired up for me to get to have this opportunity. Uh-huh. So both of them, they stand, they help me work on my snapping and my center technique. I haven't gotten to uh, get any reps in our actual practice because just because we're so crunched for time, mm-hmm. you know, every every rep we get, we want it to help us. And as much as I want to play center right now, you know, it's not where I'm needed on my high school team. So right. um, I can do the most for my team right now at guard or tackle. So that's why I'm playing in practice. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. A uh, couple couple questions off of football here. What is your favorite food? Mm. <laughs> ribeye steaks. Ribeye steaks. Okay. What are you putting on your ribeye steaks? Are you eating them? You eating them with a one sauce? What are you putting? What are you putting on your uh, steaks? Well, uh, my my stepdad, he's the one that makes them. He has this kind of like secret marinade. He won't tell me what's in it. Secret marinade. But I, I have seen him do a little bit of Dells and Worcestershire. Okay. And then other than that, I think it's just. Salt and pepper, something. It's like it's like it's like. Uh, I'm sorry, it's it's real simple, but man, it's freaking good. I got you. Yeah, and so Mr. Mitchell has a classic that he makes a couple times. He rubs it with a uh, coffee bean. He grinds up coffee bean and uh and and seasons the steak with coffee bean. So give that a chance if you want to have your own little secret marinade or secret secret rub. Give it a give it a shot. We're from New Jersey. We do weird stuff, but you just you got to trust me. It's good stuff. Um, walk me through your Chipotle order. Give it a give it a go. I'm telling you. My Chipotle order. I'm not gonna lie. I've never been at Chipotle. Not one time. Wow. Are you like a Moe's guy, a Cadoba guy? Do you not do you know? You're not a uh, a Tex-Mex bowl guy. Like, have you been to any of those? No. Well, that is. Uh, we did not prepare for that. Okay. <laughs> no Chipotle. I, I'm I'm weird in that factor then. I sure. guess, but like you know, we got we got that Tex Max down here. We got a place called Mexi Wings. I go there. Mexi Wings. If I'm not if I'm not getting wings, I'm getting this thing called a fajita burrito. Well, walk got, me through your fajita burrito then. It's got steak, chicken, peppers, mushrooms, tomatoes, rice, queso, and sour cream guac. Sour cream's in the side of it. Uh huh. And it's all, it's wrapped up in a toasted tortilla. They put a little bit of queso on top of that, and man. I'm sure you're getting a double order good. of the steak and chicken too, right? Mm-hmm, and extra yeah. rice. Extra, and extra rice. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about your favorite music? My favorite music, I won't lie, I listen to just about everything. Same. But if I had to pick one kind of genre, it's whatever, like Chris Stapleton is. I yep. freaking love that dude. But love Chris Stapleton. If, if I if I can drive and just kind of bob my head to it, I'll put it uh, on my playlist. I got you. I got mm-hmm. you. So now we'll go into quarantine edition here. These are questions specific to the start of quarantine. What are you snacking on? You're in the house probably more so than ever now or maybe over the last few months. What What is something that you've just been grabbing and eating over and over and over again? Watermelon and cantaloupe. Fruit. Wow. Yeah. No processed foods. Look at that. Okay. I don't know. I've, I've, uh, my family, we kind of, my, my grandma, especially, you know, she, uh, I think 
I think she kind of beat it out of me wanting to eat chips and all that when I was sure. a kid. Yeah. So, you know, I just, you know, if I'm if I'm hungry and I'm sitting at home and I'm thinking, man, I want some cantaloupe or something, I got a dude down the road named Ricky. Ricky with home. the Ricky the cantaloupe guy. Yeah. <laughs> cantaloupe and watermelon. And that dude has the best stuff. So one other thing, you got another life hack here. Put pepper, crack, fresh cracked pepper on your cantaloupe. You ever tried that? Mm-mm. There you go. That's your homework. I'm going to send you the coffee rub. And just next time you have, what is it? Frank, Frank with the cantaloupe guy, Ricky, Ricky, the cantaloupe guy. Next time you get cantaloupes from Ricky, throw some fresh cracked pepper on your cantaloupe. I promise you will not be upset with that. All right. That's your homework, but I'll try it. That's your, okay. I'll let you know when I do. Let me know. Um, what about, I guess your workout regimen is, you know, it seems like you're working out with your high school team. So We'll skip that one right there. But you're out here pushing trucks. You're out here. I mean, you're you get creative with it. You have some fun. So definitely, mm-hmm. definitely can appreciate that. Netflix or Hulu? Like, do you have something that you're binge watching? Something that you've been watching over quarantine? Netflix. And I won't lie. I re- you ever seen the Avatar, The Last Airbender? I have not. Dude, I watched that kid. Uh, I watched that show when I was a kid at my Mimi's house, and I walked by my little brother, and he was watching it. And I and saw that, and I'm like, I'm like, is that the Avatar? And he's like, yeah, they just put it on Netflix. And I'm like, dude, that was my <laughs> that was my favorite show when I was growing up. I had like a staff and everything. I rewatched that, but now I ain't really watching much. I tried out The Mandalorian. Uh huh. I tried out. Um, shoot, what was that show? Have you done Breaking Bad? Mm-mm. Uh, you got to do Breaking Bad as a classic. That's an hour, though. That's, that's a lot of time. You got to sit down and have some time. The Office is great, obviously. Office My is a classic. My has probably rewatched that show freaking five times. Same. I'm probably closer to 10. I mean, when I'm go- if I'm going to sleep, if I'm doing work, whatever, it's playing in the – it's like baseball. You just have it on in the background. You're paying attention sometimes. You're not in other times. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what about – so do you guys have Postmates around you or, um, you know, Uber Eats? What, uh, what are you ordering? I've never actually done that. I See, think that my that. me and my friends have done Uber Eats before. Okay, like we were we were chilling out. Like we were, I think it was right, it was a, the weekend after my it was my sophomore summer. We just got back from a hellish football camp. Yeah, and you know we were dead. We were chilling out of his house, laying in the pool. We were inside watching a movie, and we're like, we're starving. Yeah, but we didn't. None you of ain't us getting up. To drive. No. Nope. We're like, you know what? We can Uber Eats. So we got yep. some Chinese food from a place I can't even pronounce. <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> it hit the spot. Uh, what about play? Are you a PlayStation or Xbox guy? I don't take you for a video game guy, but I might be wrong. I used to play. I used to play PlayStation and PC all the time. What, would you, what did you put? Well, I got it. All right. I'll, I'll modify this question. So I'm looking at you got a pop filter on your microphone here. So I'm curious. Are you like a, are you, a, are you a vocalist? Do you, uh, do you, what, what is, what is the deal with the pop filter? <laughs> I, uh, I, actually, I'm an aspiring musician. An aspiring musician? No, what? no. I won't make, I won't make you play it, but what, give me, give me, uh, give me a, like, what do you, what do you play? What do you, oh. what are you learning right now? Uh, well, on guitar, I really like, um, Eric Clapton. Tears Eric in Clapton Heaven. on the guitar. I love that song, and I've been trying to learn how to play that song. But the uh, the mic itself, I, I I really used to be into playing PC games, 
and I started doing Zoom calls and all that, and uh-huh. I saw this mic and this uh, pop filter for on Amazon for freaking fifteen bucks. So I'm like, steal, hey, steal. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Wow. So I'm not gonna make you sing, but do you do you dabble in singing, or are you just strictly strictly a guitarist? Uh, I'm actually me and a lot of the offensive linemen and McMahon. We're in the uh, we're in the concert choir at our school. Wow, mm-hmm. big man! And he likes yeah. to sing. Oh man! Oh I'm man! The bass. Okay, I'm one watch of the out! Bases. Watch it! I I didn't think you would be uh, I didn't think you'd be at the top of the quartet. So that was uh, that was pretty easy to find out there. And then Apple Music or Spotify? Spotify. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know the deal. I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same page there. I gotta I gotta send you some some playlists here. Mm-hmm. Um, Letters from the Lunch Pail, which is sponsored by. Sharkies. So imagine that next segment sponsored by Sharkies. Get that. Which wings was it again? The hot wings? Sharkies hot wings? Hokey hot sauce and the medium garlic. The hokey hot sauce and the medium garlic. Two questions from the letter of letters from the lunch pail today from Zach Matuzak. It seems that you have elite drive, determination, and work ethic. Where does that come from? Well, thank you. That's cool. <laughs> and, um, Honestly, I feel like that's kind of come from my family and my friends and my coaches want me to be a, want me to be the best. Like I think I said in my commitment that I thank them and that I wouldn't be who I was without them. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's the truth. Yeah. Because when I'm with them, you know, they know what all I can do, and I feel like they believed in me being able to do this more than I more than I did at a point. And they were always pushing me and they were always wanting me to be my best. Like, I'm not going to lie. I love my coach. But when I was younger, or not even younger, but just about a year or two ago, he dog cussed me right after putting somebody on their back. And I'm like, what I do? But, you know, he knew I could do more. And, like, my friends are the same. Like, in the weight room, I'm always trying to beat my friends now. And once I got up to the top of my weight room, I ain't letting nobody do anything near what I'm doing. If I see somebody mm-hmm. even trying to do my weight, I put on another 10 pounds. I put on another 20 pounds. But And if I'm running, I won't lie, I kind of suck at running. But I, I, can't stand, <laughs> I can't stand being beat no more. And it's the same thing in the, uh, in the classroom. You know, I want to be able to excel in that too. And if I bring home a B or anything, it don't care. I don't, my mama don't care if it's a B plus. She going. It's going to be a long day for me. You know, she going to get on me bad. It's just kind of, you know, everyone I know has just really helped me out so much and they care about me and they've been pushing me my whole life. So now I've come to expect all that out of myself, too. So I, now I have really good motivation and drive on my own. Bryce, you're going to be all right, man. You're uh you got great, got great answers to these questions, and um, I'm fired. I'm fired up for you, man. And last question that we have from the letters from the lunch pail comes from Logan Boyd. There are a ton of Virginia Tech fans in Tennessee, like myself. With you and Trey, as in Trey Curry, in the boat, will you be recruiting others from the area or assisting in getting others in the boat for the class of 2021? I got I to say, I don't know if my – if my choir teacher listens to this, but Miss my, my choir teacher, Miss Dobby, biggest hokey fan I know. Love that. And she, I mean, she got a she got a brick on her ceiling that's painted with the turkey on it. She's got the V, uh, not the turkey, the hokey. And then she's got a VT brick, and she's always wearing Virginia Tech stuff. She saw my commitment tweet, and she started 
she messaged me in her Sandman and was like, ah. <laughs> I can just, I can't wait to see her because me and her are just probably going to be having a good old, good old time. But um, yeah, I got one guy. He hasn't been able to uh, actually step foot on campus. He's from North Carolina. I just got it right here. I can pronounce his first name. It's Youssef. Uh, Youssef. I don't even know. I'm you not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No, best kept secret. I don't even want anyone else to know. I don't even want anyone else to know. We just need him in the boat. That's all it comes down to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start um, working on him. There you go. I love to hear that. And I got to say, we're excited. We're excited to have you in the boat. I've, uh, you know, Pat and I always say this uh, when we talk to recruits and uh, Grayson, whenever he's able to make it on the West Coast, everybody that we've interviewed from the 2021 class from a character standpoint and an excitement standpoint, like you guys are putting something together that's really, really, really special. And uh, Bryce, just speaking from, from your standpoint, uh, you know, to hear how much you went out of your way to get interest from Virginia Tech, garner that interest and uh, eventually come through. Like You said it in your commitment. You said uh, dreams turn to goals, which turn to reality. Uh, I think that's how you put it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, to see that through and see how excited you are and how motivated you are, uh, really excited to see the future that uh, is in store for you. So uh, I got nothing but respect for you, and I'm excited about your future. Thank you. Last uh, last point here. We give everyone that comes on here the opportunity to shout himself out, shout out the people that uh, mean the most to him. You kind of already did it with your family and your teammates, but if there's anybody else, let us know. And then where can we follow you on social media? I don't, again, I don't take you for a TikTok guy, but there are a lot of guys that do have TikTok. So are you are you on TikTok? Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't foresee you being a TikTok guy. Where can we follow you though? I mean, I got a. I really just got Twitter and Instagram, but my Twitter I mainly use for my football, and my Instagram is kind of like, you know, just kind of what I do. Like I got pictures of me from prom, pictures of me fishing. If anybody wants to see me holding up tiny bass, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's um, it's just Bryce Goodner on Instagram, and then it's uh. Same thing on Twitter. There we go. I got Bryce, a, let's see it. Let's see it. What do you got? Oh. You're going to show me some? No, nah, I was just saying that uh, I got a bunch of people that already found me. Oh, on yeah. My, on my Instagram. There and you I go. I was like, dang. You know, <laughs> it's cool. Everybody, everybody, wants to, everybody wants to get to know you, and I appreciate you giving us the chance to get to know you today. Um, and uh, looking forward to everything you got coming on. And uh, welcome to Virginia Tech, man. Absolutely. It's incredible. Take care, my friend. Yes, sir. You too. All right, everybody. Welcome back. I am joined by Daniel Militek for the first time ever. Uh, It's just me today, just Billy Ray on the podcast today. It is August 1st. Uh, But for a quick introduction, Daniel committed on June 3rd, chose between UCF, ECU, and Virginia Tech. He is a native Serbian living in Germany right now, and he is listed as six foot three, 290 pounds. Daniel, what's going on? How are you? I would, I'm glad to have you on. Man, I'm doing great. I'm thankful for the invitation, you know, like being on this interview and talking with you guys. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> time, what time is it over there right now? It's like 5 p.m., so it's getting a little bit late, you know. 5 p.m. And 5 too hot. <laughs> too hot, yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to... Just so everyone knows, in the preamble, so I've been calling you Danny. I've been calling you Danny Gel. So it's Dan- <laughs> it's Daniel Militic. Is yes, sir. Okay, that's right. 
So you came from Serbia. Um, tell me a little bit about where you've lived, what led you to Germany, um, and just kind of your background a little bit. All right. So um, actually, my parents are coming from Serbia, so I'm born in Germany. Okay. Uh, because we're going every year twice there, uh, visiting our grandparents, and you know, um, seeing how to do, and you know, like just. Yeah, having a little bit fun in our home country, you know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, seeing our culture and everything, and it's great, you know, like, uh, grandparents are always happy about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're happy about it, <laughs> and yeah, that's, yeah, but like, I, like I said, I'm born here in Germany. Sure. So in Germany, uh, yeah, and I, I know nothing about the football culture in, in Germany, so I'm curious where you first started playing football and, and how you're able to do that uh, over in Europe. Okay. Um, it's a little bit of funny, a funny story. Uh, I started in a smaller um, club. So it's all divided in clubs around here. Okay. And um, yeah, there was a little club like just 20 minutes away from my hometown. And uh, my brother told me a year or so for that I should start playing football. And I was into basketball and it was quite good. But yeah, I said, hey, Daniel, football, you know, start with it. And so I started with uh, the Burstadt Redskins, they were called. And how old were you at this point? I'm uh, turning 20 in December. No, I, when you started playing football. Ah, sorry. Um, I was, that was four years ago, so like 16. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I just like played there like for three, four months. Mm-hmm. The team just got a little bit... Um, they all went to separate ways, you know. Um, okay. Nobody was quite or had a real passion to uh, still play football or, yeah, to um, try to develop the team into a bigger one, you know. Mm-hmm. And so my brother and me um, switched to a bigger club, which was playing in the, uh, or which is playing in the first league uh, here in Germany. And it was uh, the Darmstadt Diamonds. And yeah, there I had like my, uh, there I played. Uh, till now and uh, yeah that's the story you know <laughs> yes and so it's 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 a lot more even though there's not as many football players over in europe since they're club driven it's not you know by high school so those these are all the best players within the region uh that come in you play after after yeah. school and then uh, so who do you play against do you play against different you know i don't even know if you have counties in germany or re- how do you guys who do you play against so uh, the league is divided into five groups, okay. Um, and you have like north, west, south, east, and middle group. Mm-hmm. And we were in the middle group, and we played like against uh, five or six other teams, um, and always like um, I like normal games. You know, like one game at home and one game at their uh, stadium. Mm-hmm. So you had like twelve games a season or so, and or ten, I bet. And uh, yeah, um, so that's how it kind of works with mm-hmm. the groups dividing everything. And you have like the when you go to the playoffs after that, when you've won your group, you have playoffs. So then you're starting to play against everybody around in the country. Um, and then there's a German ball, like Super Bowl or wow, you know, yeah, that's awesome. Wow. So so when you, so the way that it works here is, you know, if you're going to a certain high school, everybody that you go to high school with, 
uh, you play football on that team. And obviously it's a lot easier. If you go to school in New Jersey, you have Rutgers, Penn state, all of these different schools coming to visit you. If you go to school in California, USC, Cal, all these schools in your region come see you. So, you know, when did you decide that you wanted to play football in college and how does that process start? Who handles your recruitment? Who gets your name out there? Um, Cause I, it's obviously not as easy as it is in the United States. Oh, it's definitely not. Um, who started? The same person who started uh, bringing me to football, my brother. Okay. Um, he was the one, I mean, like I, every football player here in Germany, when you have real passion, passion for the game, uh, you want to play at a higher level and college level. But it's a dream, you know, it's, you think like it's uh, unreachable. Mm -hmm. And um, then there's Brenton Collier with PPI who is uh, doing these camps over here uh, in Europe, outside of Europe, trying to get international uh, talents to college level. And my brother saw that on Twitter, Facebook, sure. and saw that one of these camps was in our uh, near region, you know. And he said, Daniel, I know you're, you're good. <laughs> and I don't care what you say. I'll, like, <laughs> I'll pull you there. <laughs> uh -huh. And you go to the camp. That's awesome. I was like, hey. It's, uh, you know, I think that I, I thought that I'm a good player, like here in Germany, but it was like, hey, in America, they're like, they're huge monsters, you know, they've played it since <laughs> two years old, you know. So that was the thinking back then. And uh, then I got to this camp and played against an uh, other international big recruit, uh, Alexander Ehrensberger. He's now going to Notre Dame. And uh, because I won against him <laughs> uh, several times, Uh, Brent Collier um, hit me up immediately and got my contact and everything. And we uh, set up the, the Dream Chases tour where we go and visit college uh, colleges every summer, you know, like for two weeks and try to get scholarships. So that was really cool. And th this was supposed to be this upcoming summer or did you do this, la you, did you do this last did summer? This last year. Okay. And normally if I wouldn't have gotten a scholarship like from... Virginia Tech or UCF and everything, um, I would have gone again right. to prove that I sure. have the talent. Mm -hmm. But because I had uh, good luck, or what? I mean, it's not luck, but you know, like because Virginia Tech and you everybody well. yep. invited mm -hmm. to give me a scholarship, I am yeah. <laughs> so what what schools did you visit when you went on this uh, on this Dream Chasers tour? And was this this was your first time to America, correct? It was the second, but the first time was like a, a school um, transfer, you know, okay. like for two weeks, just okay. in Wisconsin, you know, mm -hmm. at high school level. I mean, it was fun, but sure, but the real thing. Right, right. So, so you come, you come to America for this Dream Chases tour, and what schools do you visit? What states do you visit? Where do you go? So, what we uh, the colleges we visited were Clemson first, Georgia. Um, We were at Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, uh, Michigan, um, Michigan State, and Eastern Michigan. What else was there? Um, Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. So all from the wow. uh, yeah. East Coast. So a lot of colleges, yeah, from East Coast. Yeah, so when I when Oscar had we were talking to Oscar a couple of months ago about um, he's our punter from Australia and he was talking they did the exact same thing all of the punters come over and basically get to tour all of these different places and you know you're with a bunch of your friends that's got to be a really cool experience to check out all of these different places that you've never been to before definitely what was your favorite food that you had while you were over here 
Ooh, tough question. <laughs> um, I mean, I might say mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Okay. That's an interesting pick. So mac and cheese. And then what about your relationship with Coach Paul Alexander? So, again, back when we we were talking about this before we uh, pressed record here. So we've been trying to get Daniel on forever. And I couldn't, I couldn't get in touch with them. So I'm like, dang, like I'm going to chalk this one up to, you know, not going to be able to happen. Um, so we re- actually reached out to coach Alexander um, on, on Twitter, give him a follow. And he serves as, what is your relationship with coach Alexander? So it started also with a camp. So we heard from Brenton uh, Collier that he uh, set up a camp with an NFL legend, um, Going around, like having two camps in um, in Germany, where he teaches uh, online technique and um, everything, and it was again in um, quite a like it wasn't too far away from my home, so I went there and everything, and we had this camp and just normal technique stuff and or what normal you know what I mean. He told mm-hmm. us technique stuff and everything. It was amazing. Like actually, I've never uh, got so much technical stuff in one yep. camp and everything and learned so much and yeah uh we had one-on-ones and everything and i had a good camp and after that he came to me and said tell me which is your uh dream college you want to play for and i was surprised because i was always you know uh um, already packing my clothes and everything you know and changing and uh, then i started like um i don't know uh what about okay i would say clemson you know Mm. And he said, all right, I've got the, uh, the phone number of Clemson online coach. I will tell him today that I've got a great talent in Germany looking up and everything. And I was, it was crazy. So he, he basically um, wrote the top five, uh, the top 20 uh, colleges about me and said, there's a crazy looking talent in Germany and uh, that you guys need to recruit him and everything uh-huh. and that you're idiots if not. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was just uh, overwhelmed right. by him, and uh, so he started to putting uh, put it out his name um, for me, mm-hmm. and to yeah um, uh, make connections, get people to know who you yeah, are. Yep, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, make connections uh, through the colleges and everything through coaches to me, and um, I did. Oh, I I'm still doing. Um, online technique training through Zoom mm-hmm. and uh, he's teaching me everything that he can and um, so he got like in the last day or in the last months he was talking to Virginia Tech and then they were just like calling me or like writing me here's our phone number tomorrow sure. uh, let's do a call <laughs> yep so it started so how, how did that relationship form with uh, with Virginia Tech so um or let me back up for a second. So as you realize that, hey, playing college football is a real opportunity for me, aside from a place where you can play college football, what opportunities are you looking for coming to the United States, going to university? How are you able to choose what schools really interested you? So because we are like from Germany or like, yeah, I could say that um, from sure. Germany, we normally have here free education. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to pay like, it's like what hundred euros or so uh, for a semester, mm. so it's really cheap, and uh, everybody can afford it normally. And um, so the 
goal or so for most international for me actually or for many international players uh, they have no dream school no real you know like right. i've heard in america it's really like uh, some guy or well, many guys are like i want to go to that school you know here it's just you want to go to school and here it's just like hey i take everything that i can you know every yeah. school that will have the faith in me and tell me uh we want you uh i'm open to go you know like sure. loving it you know you'll you'll be my dream school you know mm -hmm. because you told me that that i have the the talent and everything and um yeah how it started with virginia tech like i said i was still grinding having no offer and everything uh in i think it was um uh february or so yeah just around where we started speaking with you i know that i realized that we were also your first offer or at least 24 7 has it listed as the first offer so so you guys started talking coach alexander does the introduction what coaches are you talking to what are you talking about how does that go <laughs> i mean it came pretty fast and was crazy you know uh they just told me hey we talked to coach alexander and he's speaking very highly of you and please let's do a zoom meeting and so Writing uh, back and forth, hey, when you got time, go on the Zoom meeting next day. And I talked to Coach uh, Davidson, mm -hmm. who is, I mean. Coach Bo, yeah. I think you know who is. Who yep. is he. <laughs> and I talked to uh, Coach Weiss okay. in, the, in this meeting. And, uh, you know, they were like, hey, Daniel, how are you doing? And introducing themselves. And, you know, I was like, just joking around a little bit for yeah. half an hour, you know. And um, then they were... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering funny things. Um, <laughs> then Coach Weiss was like, hey, Daniel, you know, like, if you would have been, you know, like, in person now with me, I would, like, give you the offer uh, directly, you know, like. Yep, on the spot. No waiting and everything. I would, like, shake your hand. Here's your offer. But, you know, that that won't work. I was like, right. come on, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing that to me? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I was like, yeah, still talking to them. And they were like, hey, I'm a really good player. And yep. they love what they do and everything. And you're just sitting there and thinking, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and um, like I said, it was getting, going back and forth and everything. Sure. And uh, Coach Weiss just said then, yeah, um, you know, you can still stay with Coach Davidson. I need to go now. But congratulations to your offer. I was like wait a minute, <laughs> didn't we talk about something else? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, I really like you, really good character for such a talented man. Uh, here's your offer. Congratulations. <laughs> Loving it. Have a good day. You know, I was yeah. like, sorry? <laughs> Davidson, what did he say? <laughs> oh, it was crazy, you know, my brother yep. sitting right next to me and... Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. so, yeah. So, yeah, oh, so I, so you know, two super charismatic folks. Uh, I can imagine that that was a, that was a ton of fun to be on there with Coach Vice and Coach Davidson. So then, you know, you go back and you speak with your family, your brother's right there. What was, what was that like? I mean, it's, um, it's obviously not mission accomplished. There's a lot of work to do and, you know, you're still working, trying to get better. But I mean, you know, that's something that you've been working for for four years and um, just kind of what were the emotions that came over you and the conversations you had with your family as a whole? So, first thing was then when uh, also Coach Davidson said, hey, congratulations and everything. Sure. Um, 
and we got off the meeting. I like turned to my brother and my brother looked at me and we were like, do we have an offer now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that really a scholarship offer? <laughs> and we were just, we, we like, we weren't capable of, uh, processing all of yeah, it. Of processing everything. And we were just standing up, uh, hugging each other, uh, um, not crying. I was about to say, um, screaming, <laughs> okay. screaming through the whole, uh, building through uh-huh. the whole house. Okay. <laughs> Parents were, uh, very surprised what is happening. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. And we were just, yeah, like running down, telling them, Hey, it happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you just, you know, standing there like for an hour, not knowing, I actually yeah. wrote to Coach Davidson again, you know, like, do I really have an offer now? Because <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> and uh, he was like, uh, yeah, lol, <laughs> we told you. <laughs> that, is, that is a fantastic, that is an unbelievable story. And that's, that's the first interaction you had with the coaching staff was that one right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that literally. Is- that is, unbe- that is unbelievable. And then ever, 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 ever since that, who have you spoken with? What has your relationship been with, like with the coaching staff? Um, because, yeah, I mean, I know how hard uh, those coaches work, and it's uh, a lot that goes into um, recruiting a kid, even if they're just in the state of Virginia. And, um, you know, recruiting someone in another continent, let alone in the middle of what we have going on now, uh, it says a lot about, your character and everything else without being able to see you're not five foot nine, right? You are six foot three. Just double check it. That's probably the one thing they wanted to make sure, but uh, no, I can see you through the zoom. You're a big boy, but uh, excited, um, excited for you. That's, that's unbelievable. Thank you very much. Um, um, so as you, I Virginia tech and you start to look into Virginia tech, did you know, once you got that offer, that's where you wanted to go? Or I saw that you had UCF, you also had ECU. Um, what went into that decision-making process? So, yeah, it was my first offer, and it was, like I said, really overwhelmed and everything. And uh, I think an hour later, I got my second offer from uh, ECU, mm-hmm. and also like, also overwhelming, you know, you know. But like the first offer is like still this, oh yeah, this special one, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the off- uh, offers after that is still like such a good thing happening to you and. You're like sure. really happy about it. And uh, yeah, then I got my third offer from UCF and coach is talking to me and we're like, hey, uh, we want you to come here and everything. And um, yeah, then I was deciding for myself that it's either going to be Virginia Tech or UCF. But I had other coaches talking to me too, you know, uh, but they were, were like, hey, we want to have a call and see how you how your character character is, mm. and maybe then get you uh, give you an offer. But um, I thought to myself that I don't want to wait anymore. You know, mm. I don't want to lose a spot from a college that I maybe want to go to. And I really like the staff from Virginia Tech sure. and from uh, UCF, uh, UCF too. Yeah. And uh, so I said, yeah, like I said, uh, going to decide between those two and not going to wait anymore. And uh, because of how like they both treated me completely nicely and everything. Uh, sure. But I said to myself, okay, Virginia Tech is in Blacksburg. 
Blacksburg is a small small town with 60,000 people living in there. It's kind of like my hometown here. We are like 50,000 people, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, population. And there was also a, a factor that I thought about, you know, because UCF is right next to Orlando. Too much happening, too much mm-hmm. people for my, like, for my personal preference. And... Um, yeah, Virginia Tech was the word the, the first offer that I got. It was right. like, okay, everything that comes after that won't be the same. Right. It was just like, okay, I feel like it's fitting perfectly. You know, I've just I haven't even looked anything up. You know, or like <laughs> how how is the campus or so? I was just like, I gotta okay. tell you, you looking into the to the to the amount of people that live there and comparing it to where you are is is the most. I've heard of somebody going out of their way, but you have to do the same thing. I remember, you know, to tie it back to, to Oscar, he said um, one of the most interesting moments of his whole career at Virginia Tech was the first time he flew in from Australia, you know, a 20, 20 hour flight and he lands in Roanoke and he's taking a bus over there and he was doing all Google searches and he was like, yeah, like I saw you guys had snow. I've never seen snow before. Um, <laughs> I saw that you guys have like, I thought you were a military school at first because the second image on Google images had like (laughs) military people in it. So um, what else went into like looking into the, to the university aside from, aside from that, since you've committed now? Um, After that, like I told a week ago, uh, a week after I told coach, Hey, I want to commit. Sure. And he wasn't, he was, (laughs) he he, he didn't know that I was going to like talk or say it to him Uh and, he was also too surprised and everything and had to call, had to call all the other head coaches and everything <laughs> yeah. and offensive coordinator. And they were like, what? <laughs> yeah, we were surprised as we, when we saw it on Twitter. We were like, what is going on? Yeah, so uh, so yeah, exciting moment for, for you and the coaching staff. And uh, yeah, then they sent the videos. How? Uh, fan bases. Uh, I've got like uh, text messages from fan, uh, fans before I even committed <laughs> and they were like, Hey, Daniel, I know you don't know me, but whole neighborhood is talking about you. And we hope you come to uh, Virginia tech. <laughs> and, and we're like, we're, we would be happy if you come to us. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to move to your house, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> they are. It, it's a, pa- I, I'm telling you, you've, you've seen the videos and everything. It's an extremely passionate bunch. Um, yeah, and, and I'm just excited for you. I mean, I know I went from, uh, so I'm from New Jersey up around New York, uh, about 500 miles from, from Virginia tech. And, um, it's a, it's a great experience if, if you're just local here in America to go to a school out of your state or, you know, experience a different part of the country. Um, but I'm telling you it, and, uh, you've never, you've never, so you've never been to Virginia tech, correct? No, it's it's beautiful. You're gonna love it. They got mountains. You can do some hiking. It's a beautiful town. Good food. The people are nice. Um, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great for you. So, uh, what else are you excited about when uh, when you get down there? It sounds like you're just ready to work. That's really what it sounds like. You've said you know you want to focus on your books, focus on football. Um, That's definitely it. You know, like I'm I'm not coming to have great parties or mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm coming to study i'm coming to have work my ass off to get championship for a football team sure and to uh work for starting spot you know yeah love uh, that that's that's the thing and i mean there what other things that i would love to 
to see at Virginia Tech is mm -hmm. definitely the campus yeah. or uh, city and everything around because I've seen some pictures with beautiful nature and everything. So that's mm -hmm. also really, uh, yeah, a really good, uh, yeah, really good point. I would say, you know, sure, that I would sure. love to see. Do you know what you want to study? You mentioned, uh, you know, getting a degree and everything. What do you What do you want to study? Um, I want to study uh, human nutrition, food, and uh, education. HNFE, hu human yeah, nutrition, HNFE. food, and exercise. All right. Yeah, okay. exercise. Yeah. Okay. What What do you want to do? Uh, just curious. Whenever you know you do stop playing ball, do you know what you want to do with that degree? Uh, I f like I thought about it. You know, maybe going into um, more into the physiotherapists kind okay. of physical therapy direction. training uh, yeah okay. maybe like yeah like a sports trainer um open a gym in blacksburg level. you can open a gym right in blacksburg you know <laughs> <laughs> that is say not a bad option i could do that <laughs> not a bad option um so as you prepare to arrive in blacksburg uh i saw that you're competing in the road to d1 showcase over in sweden um and have a bunch of awesome camps going on i'm curious uh, what are some aspects of both yourself as a person and as a player that you're working to improve upon before you get to Virginia Tech? Good question. Um, what I want to improve as a person is to, it sounds bad, what I've, is to have more discipline, but not in the way of like football or training. I mean, sure. discipline more like, looking not to oversleep or sometimes you know sure. like having uh, a good like organized plan being more organized that sure. would be my uh yeah my goal as a person and as a football player um i would want to work on my technique more absolutely um Oh, it's hard. Uh, no, I, I, I think I think that's what you're doing is is you know working with Coach Jackson on these Zoom meetings. I mean, you know, in my in my opinion, there are positions where you can just be super talented or large and be really good. But positions like you know, especially quarterback, defensive back, and offensive line, so much of your success is dedicated to your technique, your trust of your technique. And Coach Vice is going to talk to you about all of these things: trusting your technique and understanding what you're doing. Um, and by the way, you are in fantastic hands. Coach Vice is great. Um, you're going to love working with him and working with the strength and conditioning coaches down there. Um, so, and, and another thing on the, on the personal note, uh, I heard it put this way to me a couple weeks ago, and it's a great way to look at it. To analyze yourself and being able to admit that something, you know, you can get better at and focusing on that is what 99% of the population doesn't do. Um, but if you're looking to get better at getting organized and get it better with, uh, dedication or whatever. It's just the way I look at it. And so many successful people look at it. It's just, you have to make deals with yourself and hold yourself accountable. Like if you promise yourself, I'm going to be up at eight o'clock every single day, or I'm going to do whatever every single day. Like anytime you don't do that, think about it as you just lied to yourself. You don't want to lie to your parents. You don't want to lie to your friends. You don't want to lie to your coaches. I lied to myself. I said I was going to do X. I didn't do X. So that's yeah. just how, you know, I kind of, I think about it, but um, this has been a ton of fun. We're going to roll right into, uh, right into rapid fire here. Rapid fire is brought to you by the Chesapeake center for complete dentistry. Say sons of Saturday, when you walk into Dr. John Cran's practice and you get half off of teeth cleaning, half off of your teeth cleaning. So here's how this works, Danny. We're just going to do a couple of, uh, rapid fire questions. And the first thing that comes to your mind, just 
just let us know uh, what you got here. So, first question, what is your favorite German cuisine? Uh, schnitzel. Schnitzel, okay. What is your favorite thing about living in Germany? Uh, ooh, healthcare? Uh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll double up. We'll double up on the schnitzel then. For a uh, favorite thing about literature, <laughs> I can honestly say we have never gotten that answer. Um, <laughs> I see you got here. Can you scoot over to the left a little bit? I'm looking at your. I'm looking at your wall. So you got Brett Favre, Victor Cruz, Patrick Willis, Lawrence Taylor, Navarro Bowman, Lynn Landon, and uh, oh, Landon Collins hanging on the wall. So are those are those all of your favorite players? Do you have a favorite team in the NFL? Um, definitely. Like, uh, I li- really love the, uh, playing style of them, you know, um, they're also that passion for the game. Sure. And, um, my brother and me, like, uh, how do you say it? Um, watch film. Know. Yeah. Also watch film, but I mean, uh, we're, uh, Fans? I have the word on my, on my tongue. I'm sorry. Okay. No problem. <laughs> So I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. He's a Giants fan, and like both combined, you know, our favorite favorite players. So that's why, you know, like ah, I got you. Taylor and uh, sure. and Cruz and Favre, yeah, yeah, and Collins. Got it, got it. Yeah. So I live. Uh, Giants play probably 30 minutes from where I am right now, right over in the Meadowlands. If you, I don't know if you know if you know this, there are people here in America that don't know. This. So the New York Giants actually play their football in New Jersey. Right across the really? river from New York. Yeah, so they play in a place called the Meadowlands right across the river from New York. So a little fun, little fun fact for you. Um, what is your favorite professional sport to watch besides football? Um, who? Uh, I would say, yeah, water ball. I don't know what? if you know that. Water ball, like yeah. like water polo. I don't know if it's called like so this. What, what, what is what is what what is water ball? So you're like having it's like soccer or like handball. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But just in the like in in water, you like get you're in a big pool, a big. Is it deep uh, pool? Or are you like treading the water? Or are you able to stand? No, you're not able to stand. You have to swim all time, oh and you're having goodness. a ball, and there's two goals, you know, and you're just trying to. Uh, you have like eight players and. Wow. Uh, they're just um, you have to try to get Sounds the ball. Sounds exhausting. The... Do you play water ball? I haven't played it, but my like in Serbia, it's a very big thing, and oh. uh, all the uh, eastern regions um, or eastern countries. I mean, like uh, from Germany, like Serbia, Bosnia, and uh, Slovenia, Slo- Slovenia, sure. and everybody, um, Italy, um, Italy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a big a big thing. Huh? What about uh? What about your favorite movie? Well, oh, now you're coming up with questions, man. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe Transformers. Transformers. Okay, I tell you, we're getting a lot of first-time answers. Here, uh, here are the last, uh, the last segment here. So this is specific to quarantine. What you've been doing since? Are you, are you all still in quarantine in Germany? I know, you know, like it's yeah. it's gotten loosened up. You know, you're yeah. allowed to go around, go a little bit into restaurants with masks on, and sure. everybody. Family's doing well though. Everybody's safe and healthy. Yeah, everybody's great and in great health. That's good. So, what are you snacking on? Do you have like a favorite snack that you that you eat when you're in the house? Uh nuts. Nuts. 
yeah. almonds, cashews, sunflower seeds, Everybody, all the everything. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so again, do you guys have do you guys have Netflix over there? Do you guys watch Netflix? Yeah, we have. What do you watch? Um, what do I watch? Uh, most likely anime. Anime. Okay. Okay. So not too much serious, but uh, yeah, I really love anime, and me and my brother are watching all the time when we gotcha. have when we have free time. Gotcha. And then, do you play PlayStation or Xbox? Any video games? See Xbox. Yeah. I see you got the gaming headset on. I see. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you what do you play? Uh, what do I play? I play um, shooters and uh, role playing games uh, like okay. Witcher and uh, Halo, Destiny. Halo. Yep. Halo's Sometimes got a new one coming out this uh, this win this uh, this winter. Just announced it. Halo's a I've classic. Seen the, yeah, announcement. Ooh, and uh, <laughs> and the last uh, the last one that I have here is uh, what do you listen to? Put us on to some to some music. All right, um, I love eighties. Uh, or I, I love watching to everything besides some like German rap or so. Sure, <laughs> sure. But besides that, like to I I, I um, listen to everything. Uh, most likely 80s, 90s, uh, sometimes uh, the charts, and then going into some uh, American, like I would say, gangster rap. I don't know how to describe okay. it. You know, for when you need <laughs> so to you're get all, hyped you're up. all over the place. You listen to everything. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Uh, well, Dana, I want to give you this opportunity. This has been a ton of fun, and I got to say, like, Really excited for you. I mean, uh, Virginia Tech is a fantastic place. You're in really good hands with this coaching staff. Um, and just hearing how excited you are and, and uh, how much you're focused on everything that you're doing, um, you know, really looking forward to the successes that you're going to have uh, in Virginia and hoping that you stay safe and uh, are able to get over here soon. We're definitely excited to have you. Um, and wanted to just give you this opportunity to shout out whoever you'd like to shout out and let uh, everyone know where we can find you on social media and keep up with everything going on with you. Thanks a lot. Um, I want to shout out to my brother, the biggest, uh-huh. biggest supporter in my life, because yeah. yeah, I wouldn't stand here without mm-hmm. him. I want to shout out to Brent Collier and PPI because they've developed me and brought me to the States. And uh, yes, uh, sure. Yeah, they saw me, you know, like they, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, my team, because uh, I got the chance to play against great players. Uh, so that's why I have the ability or the talent today that brought me to Virginia Tech. Paul Alexander. Mm-hmm. Without him, Virginia Tech wouldn't know about me. <laughs> so, uh, and he's given me great technique, uh, practice and everything. So, um I think, and of course, yeah, my family, my yep. whole other family that supports me in everything. Sure. Uh, making my food. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Awesome. And where can we follow you? You're on Instagram, you're on Twitter, TikTok? I'm on Instagram. Are you a TikTok guy? Huh? You do TikTok? Uh, uh, no, man. I'm no sorry. TikTok. TikTok. I didn't TikTok think you were a TikTok guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time I see a YouTube the commercial, I'm like, oh, not again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter under Daniel Militich5. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Also, Daniel Militich00. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Okay. There you go. Daniel, it's oh, been yeah. a it's been a ton of fun. We really appreciate it. Looking forward to uh, watching the rest of your career and uh, seeing what goes on here. But again, uh, excited to have you on the boat and um, looking forward to seeing everything to come in the future. Thanks a lot. It was a great time being here. Yes, Thank sir. you for a great interview. Take care. You too. Ryu, some-